Imagine a world where heroes rise up, supported by a cast of thousands on a quest to destroy the greatest evil ever known. Well, this is not that story. But if you are searching for a fantasy that sits outside the box, a story that likes to poke fun at the traditional, or if you're seeking a guidebook for achieving world domination, Choose Myrtle Norton's Guide to World Domination from Dark Myth Publishing. An autobiography. Autobiography. It's a mostly true story, which is totally unbelievable. You can find it at www.mythmart.com. Once your favorite genre, fantasy, horror, romance, sci-fi, Gabriella Balcom's book On the Wings of Ideas includes all of these and more. It's filled with unforgettable people who will touch your heart, astound you, or even make you shiver. The stories include Jacob, who survived everything life's thrown at him, but can he survive his beloved mother's deathbed request? Ralph's deteriorating, and Gertrude would do anything to save him. Serial killers fascinate young Bobby, and he's developed unusual hobbies of his own. No one knows, no one would even guess. Edwina and her classmates are storming Area 51, but she's nauseous. This is an adventure for them, but for her, it's a matter of life and death. Abuse damaged Sandy's self-esteem, but a supernatural being gives her a chance for some well-deserved payback. Mai longs for one thing she wants more than life itself, and appeals to a goddess for help. Dahlia wants to help an injured cat, but her widowed father can't afford to feed it. He can barely keep himself and Dahlia fed and housed. Maggie stresses about Joe. If anything happens to her, who would take care of it? Sludge has been trapped behind the boundary for eons, but it's about to come down. Ruth tries to save a badly damaged rose plant, and is transported to a wondrous magical world. Becky the Blabbermouth delights in troublemaking, but she's about to learn karma is real. Sylvana hides in terror when he appears. Will her invisibility and protection spells work? Jenny can't write a good story about fairies, and travels to Ireland for inspiration. If only magical creatures were real. Kevin's discovery shocks him. Could that be a monster? Readers have been praising Gabriella's book. Here are some of the comments. I loved each of these stories. Great job putting unique twists. Highly recommended. A sweet delight really touched my heart. Each adventure is an easy read and thought-provoking. Quite the journey. Great creation. Five senses are tickled and tantalized. I was intrigued from the beginning to the end. A mini masterwork in the horror genre, a true work of art, can be read again and again with pleasure. Setting, character, and structure work like a piece of music to produce a mini symphony that reverberates with beauty with each reading. To get your own copy of Gabriella Balcom's On the Wings of Ideas in paperback or on Kindle, go to Amazon.com. And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Myth Bits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA, and welcome to episode 237 of the World 
of Misfits. And for this episode, I have a very, very special guest, the much-promised uh, social media episode with uh, the expert, I believe, in the field, uh, Looper, the amazing Looper. Do we have to howl? No, no. No, no? No howling no. required? <laughs> I, used, I used to be a werewolf, but I'm much better now. You, you've got medication? There's there's tablets for that. <laughs> My brother-in-law will be so pleased to know I actually got to use his joke on a podcast. Yeah, no, well done. The the claim it as your own. <laughs> um, so before we really kick off uh into this episode, and I I love chatting with you, I love chatting with Dave. Um just blows me away that for such a small team you're producing such amazing works and consistently like books are coming out all the time there's new t-shirts the like uh just what the two the two of you like it it's it's incredible these these independent publishers uh that are working such a a a small team and doing such an incredible job oh yeah I'm telling Dave to mute because we can hear Miss Lily asking for a soda. Okay, cool. The more the merrier. I don't think you realized that the audio was still on and we could hear what was going on. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, all <laughs> it's, it's all part of the fun. All part of the fun. Um, yes. So, yeah, we... they're, they're doing amazing stuff, amazing work. But I just wanted to say I saw on uh, a Facebook post that you popped up that it's been five years yes. that uh, World of Mythbits has been a thing. Um, it's inc- incredible. Like five years has flown by. Yes. And, and yeah, I can see um, Mike, Mike was the original guy. Mike and I but, actually, we were the co-hosts. Mike and I yeah, started from the, from the very from the very beginning. Yes, it was Mike and I. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah, which is really really cool. Um, I'm honoured to uh, to be a part of it now, and I, I just wanted to thank you so much for um, letting me take care of your. Well, it's not a baby anymore. If, it, if no. it's now five, it's school age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So how are we going to educate it? Mwahaha. <laughs> well, you, sir, have taken um, a show that was something entirely different uh, when you took over, and you have made it your own, so you should be very proud well, of that. I was, I was lucky enough and glad to to know that when you and Dave sort of approached me and said, uh, are you interested, uh, when I said, oh, what do you want it to be about, and the, the feedback that I got was whatever you want it to be about, as long as we sort of cover <laughs> off on what's happening with the company. Um, okay, occasionally sort of mention something about writing or how the writing journey is going or, or that sort of thing. The, uh, the the rest was entirely up to me. And I'm like, whoa, bad luck for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been great. Here, here we go. <clears throat> but no, it's been fun. It has. It's been, been a lot of fun. I mean, some weeks you sort of scratch your head and you go, ooh, 
what can I sort of talk about this week? But there's always things that are happening around, like in your life or in the the writing, um, like thrill that uh, Dark Myth Publications. Yes. <laughs> yes, I got it. Dark Myth Publications uh, has released my um, my little pocket book, my uh, my guide to world domination. That was a so, lot of fun. I have to admit, that was a lot of fun to edit. It was a great little story. Um, well, it it's like it sort of started off in my um, like my late high school years. I was writing a lot of these types of stories, uh, and by that stage, I'd already been introduced at thirteen to um, the late great Sir Terry Pratchett, and I sort of <sighs> had in in my head. I want to write something like my favorite author, but it's yes. like it, it's uniquely me. I can I can see that in every every word, every scene. Um, it's my sense of humor, but it's in that type of style. So it's something, yes. yeah, it's something that I'm incredibly proud of. Yeah, and you should be. It's great. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I had a lot of fun way back then writing it and uh, and editing it, uh, and I've got in the like in the introduction and the um the um like the thank yous and uh and that sort of thing the amazing jenny thorpe was this lady from uh another state from new south wales uh on the east coast of australia and she traveled to south australia and during the covid lockdown the border lockdowns people couldn't travel like she couldn't go home yeah she was she was literally stuck in murray bridge and hung out in the library where I work quite quite a lot. It was like a refuge. Uh, and I just happened like a week or so before she was able to go back home to New South Wales. I just happened to come past, noticed she was reading a Terry Pratchett, and we started chatting. And that that's sort of where, when I discovered Myrtle Norton again on the faded dot matrix paper, and I didn't know how I was going to actually be able to produce it into a manuscript that could then be submitted to you guys to to have a look at, consider, and see if you wanted to publish it. I had no clue how how I was going to get from this faded pile of papers to, uh, <laughs> to a digital file. And Jenny came along and said, oh, do you want me to type it up for you? And I went, uh, yes, please. That would be great. <laughs> So very, very much she is in the dedications. Of course, family support uh, is wonderful mm. and amazing. Um, my cousin uh, over in Adelaide, uh, he's actually purchased the copy already. Uh, there are a number of colleagues from uh, from the council where I work uh, have made sure that they've they've grabbed copies. Uh, actually, funnily enough, the um, the IT coordinator for um, for the council where I work, uh, he bought the neighbour. Uh, and he's had a bit of a read, and he's gone. There's no way he's going to read that to his kids. I'm like, no, no, no. It's like it's it's four kids, seven to twelve, and he's sort of going, no, I'm I'm reading it, and I'm thinking I might. Uh, he's he's saying he might give it to his kids when they're like fifteen, sixteen, and they know that uh, at at the bottom of the garden path, there's not going to be a monster that jumps out from the trees. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Yeah, okay, all right, all right. I see his point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But neither um I I was reading it with my kids that were um well my daughter's thirteen, my youngest is thirteen now. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. yeah, they were like 
I reckon she was 12. So that was like the probably the upper limit of the age that I was sort of aiming it at. Uh, yeah. And my girls loved it. Like they thought it was a great story. They, yeah. they wanted more. So that's why I'm working on The Teacher. Ooh. Yes. So I, I've, I've sent you a, a, a few chapters. I reckon I'm three, three chapters in. Hopefully, with any luck, you'll love them. Uh, and uh, September, October, November, my four might be four chapters in now. Yeah, I think I think you've sent four. Yeah, I just so, um, uh, oh heavens, sorry. I live in a cottage town, and it's been really hot, so I have to have my windows open, and the streets okay. just okay. starting to wind up now. <laughs> so well, it should be quiet I'm, shortly. I'm looking out my bedroom window, and I can see gray clouds, and it is bucketing down. Oh, well, we don't have rain yet, but we do have great clouds, so that's something we share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this uh, this is uh, some summer and winter, and um, the uh, the the very different areas that we live in. Hmm. Well, that's right. We're in two different seasons, aren't we? You're you're just coming out of winter, and we're just Absolutely. ending summer. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, we'll we'll be uh, we'll be hitting spring soon. Mm-hmm. And it'll uh, soon enough. It'll uh, it'll be Father's Day, and then it'll be my wife's birthday the next month. Oh, wonderful! Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, I do have a question for you. Yes. Um, regarding Myrtle Naughton, how in the world did you first come up with the name, and B come up with the concept? I know this is supposed to be a social media thing, but. Originally, it, this podcast started out as an interview podcast, so we are kind of honoring the five-year anniversary by me grilling you. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I can uh, I can feel the spotlight from uh, <laughs> way over there. Um, so the the idea, if I can cast my mind back far enough, I reckon it's similar to the um, the novel that I wrote uh, and self published in twenty eighteen. Um, the the fantasy novel. The idea I think popped into my head with the the initial scene of the mountains and the eagle and that when I sat down at that computer in the uh, in the IT suite at Mar- good old Murray Beach High, um, mm-hmm. I started tapping away, uh, and Myrtle Myrtle not Myrtle not on, well Myrtle Myrtle not on started out i think as myrtle norton mm-hmm. um i i honestly don't know where myrtle came from it was just an idea a, a name that sort of just popped in this strange silly sounding sort of name but when i was actually reviewing and editing with jenny jenny actually suggested because i had norton and not norton as different, like quite quite often, I'll like it's a twelve thousand word um, manuscript, thirteen thousand word manuscript. Um, mm-hmm. About halfway through, or three quarters of the way through, a name will change, and, yes. and it's something that she flagged in the editing. She's like, "Oh well, you've got. Uh, I think there's uh, Uga Uga Booga. I think there's another one. Um, <laughs> I reckon she flagged she flagged something where I I changed him to Oogie Boogie or something." And she's yeah. like, do you want Ooga Booga or Oogie Boogie? And she's like, Ooga Booga sounds funnier. And I'm like, well, let's stick with Ooga Booga then. <laughs> um, but Myrtle Norton 
something that Jenny actually highlighted was not not sounds like not on like it it shouldn't be allowed and I'm yes. like you know what that's brilliant that I I hadn't even considered that but that as soon as she she said it it was something that I just went yes that like regardless of all the other ways that I've written him in the story mm -hmm. I have to go back and have to change it all to not not on because that fit perfectly but the, yes. the whole like the idea of the the acne pimple creams and um <laughs> that that sort of that sort of thing that just came from the fact that I was a teen at the time uh and I was I was dealing with that sort of stuff and I've got kids now that are on the clearer cell and the different pimple creams and uh and yep. that sort of thing every time I sort of watch them disappear into the bathroom to do their their facial routine I sort of smile to myself and think yeah yeah I I, I wonder where that's come from the, I, I wonder has that come from like some some mountainous region where uh where the monks are, are mixing chemicals and wondering what happens when uh when certain <laughs> things get applied to the skin yeah so it's definitely yeah a lot of a lot of fun a lot of fun um before we dive too deeply in the mm -hmm. shall we uh, shall we look at housekeeping oh yes <laughs> i always forget oh I, I reckon Dave sent me something about um, somebody cashing in mm. uh, a, a, a prize. Yes, Robert P. Otone was last year's second place winner for our okay. open contract challenge. Yeah, congratulations, too. His book was supposed to come out earlier in the year, but there was a conflict of scheduling on his end. So we okay. pushed it to um, July and then it was a conflict of scheduling on my end. Um, yep. So it came out on Tuesday and that's the last horror hero. And it came out as an ebook. Yes. Yeah. Cause that's the, that's mm -hmm. the second prize, isn't it? Second yes. prize is an ebook. And yes. is it a hundred U.S. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes, yeah. The like the the prizes for the open contract challenge are amazing, like incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just to have your book published, even, and then oh, you exactly. win a cash prize on top of it, is a huge thrill. Like a yeah, is a, uh, an amazing accomplishment. Yeah, because they they do say many all all of us have a book inside. Yes, but it's only only the mad and the lucky that are able to uh, to extract it and uh, and actually yes. get it out there in the world. And I unfortunately have never been lucky enough um, because I work for the company and I help create the idea of the OCC. <laughs> um, so and sometimes I'm a, yeah, I've never been allowed to enter, so that's, I don't know that cool. thrill. You you have had many uh, a thrill otherwise though. I, <laughs> yes, uh, I have. I have, a look at, I, I have a look at Mythmar and I see your name uh, a number of times there already, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, I can't complain there. I do have I do have just my fourth one just my fourth full length novel just came out, and then I'm That's in fine. five and anthologies. 
that's penance, isn't it? Yes, penance. Yes. And congratulations to you. It's a, an incredible story. Um, Thank you. Very uh, gritty, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> and the um, it's it's like a, a perfect like looking at the um, oh, it's it's kind of, it's kind of horror action. Um, yeah. And I I just love the the fact that you like you haven't. It's not your like it's not a traditional like it's not werewolf or vampire or that sort of thing you've almost created your own type of entity well that's kind of what i wanted to do i wanted to nobody really has kind of touched on the creation story of the first vampire or the very first werewolf or the very first yes. phoenix yes. So I wanted yes. to kind of take poetic license and create my own mythology around that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that's that's what Reese is, is she is the creation of all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you've done an, an amazing job. Just the so yeah, like I like I said, to publish, you have to either be lucky or mad. And it sounds like you can't be lucky. So <laughs> So you've got to be one of the bad ones. <laughs> yes. I, I yeah. used to always say that the word writer was just a nicer word for multiple personality disorder. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> the, and, and I didn't realize that until I started writing a novel. Yes. <laughs> and when, when, I started, when I started writing a novel and I had these ideas that sort of popped into my head and I'd sit down at the computer and I'd tap away. Um, I was lucky lucky enough that um, my at that at that time my wife works nights and my kids were um, like one and two, so I I can still remember sitting in the lounge at the computer, dead silence, tapping away, and my two poor kids that were both sick with something horrible that I'd be tap 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 tap. There'd be like three, four sentences, and then one of them would need to be changed. And so I <laughs> take a brief break from from whatever scene I was writing, change change the child, pop them back on the on the mat, uh, and then back boom 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 boom, and then the other one would go. And so then <laughs> you'd change that one, uh, and then like it was a cycle. Like you get about ten minutes, twenty minutes worth of writing in, and then it was change a child. Yeah, and then put the washing machine on, uh, and then. It was pretty horrible what they had, but it was. But then the like you look back over the scene that you've written, and you discover what you planned or where where you expected it to go. Mm -hmm. um, it's gone. It's gone a completely different arc or a completely different direction. Um, and then you can actually see the characters talking to you and guiding you through that process. Yes. But if we if we didn't have that little element of madness, it would be a very different story or there'd be no story at all. Yes. And when you say this to a person who's not a writer and you, you say to them, you know, well, my characters aren't talking to me today or I had no idea that that was going to happen. It kind of I was just as surprised as as you are reading it as I was writing yeah. it. Um, yeah, they don't exactly. understand. 
But you say that but to I'm, another writer, I'm, I'm, and they're like, I, I get it. <laughs> yeah, oh, totally. Totally, yeah. Because there, like, um, that, that, there are things that happened in Penance that as I'm typing the words on the screen, I'm like, oh, well, okay, so that happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, the the funny thing is you, you see it for the first time, but you yes. don't want to undo it. Like you, you have the power as the writer, but you can't, like, it's there on the page and suddenly the floodgates are opened and the yep. direction that the story's now going, you don't want to backtrack. You don't want to take that away and go, yeah, you know what? That wasn't part of the plan, so I'm cutting that out. It's like, yeah. no, no, no. I, I'm here to, to carry on with the adventure. So if you want to go this way? Let's go this way. Yep. Because I found, I don't know if it's happened for you, but for me, if I try and force the story to go in the direction that I've laid out with all my little sticky notes and my roadmaps, yes. it doesn't come easy. If it's if I'm fighting against a direction, it's like I'm banging up against a brick wall. It, it, it won't doesn't float. come easy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so if I just let float. it. Yep. Yep. I just let it go where it wants to go and go, well, all right, that's not happening. <laughs> I've, I've found that on a, on a couple of occasions where I've literally, I've written a sentence and then stopped. And then it's probably a, a week or so later, I've come back, I've, I've read through to that sentence and I've gone, you know what? Delete. Yeah. This is what characters are actually telling me. And then suddenly there's like another thousand, two thousand words that just pour out of you. Yep. It's a it's like the you there's no rhyme or reason, there's no science to it. No. It's nope. just you just yep, have to listen to they they just fold their arms and they're like <laughs> stamp no, their little good. feet. No, no. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yep. No, it's um yeah, it's it's good fun. Definitely. Uh, writing for me, still feels like a hobby, but a lot of like um, a lot of members of community are actually now discovering that I'm a writer, and they're saying, mm -hmm. "Hey, well, it makes a lot of sense. You work for a library." Um, yes. <laughs> you, yeah, but but the what I what I was finding was before I published my uh, novel back in uh, back in 2018, mm -hmm. I was finding. When I was putting books away on the shelf, there was that brief moment between each book where I was going, oh, that cover looks great. The quality of that book looks fantastic. I wonder where that was published. Yeah. And I would actually, well, while I was sort of, I had my manuscript, I had my story that was sort of mostly finished or already finished. Um, I was sort of scouting to see. Uh, and that it's one of those things where I self-published it's opened a whole heap of doors of opportunities and it's sort of enabled me to get to the point where I am now. But mm -hmm. looking back, I wish I hadn't self-published and I'd actually found um, somewhere like Dark Myth Publications or one of the other indie publishers that I mm -hmm. could actually go to and say, look, I've got this story. Are you willing to support me and, and publish it with me and, uh, and that sort of thing? Because the book's, that I've got now through working with you and working with Dave are so much better. The covers are amazing. And I've got a lot of comments about the self-published book 
The cover's mm-hmm. not great. Like a lot of people are going, oh, your story's good, but I didn't like the cover. Or yeah. um, the, the, the layout as well. I think that was a struggle for a first-time publisher, somebody that really didn't have any idea what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, like the dedication page, it's in, as a librarian, every book needs to have a publication page. Uh, the dedication page is where you actually thank the people that support you. Um, the, yes. Like the, there was, there's so much missing from what I actually published. I'm just glad that the story's half decent, that people still pick it up and still want to read it. Yeah. Well, you know, the wonderful thing about self-publishing, you can republish it. Yes, that's right. That's something that I'm looking <laughs> forward to. Looking forward to bringing out the uh, the sequel and uh, and hoping that um, once once the sequel's ready uh, and out there, hoping that mm-hmm. I might be able to convince somebody to actually republish the initial novel as well. And uh, and maybe we can have them both come out around about the same time. Oh, I'm sure I know somebody you could talk to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's, Seeing let's as I've been enjoying the sequel so much, let let's take this off air. <laughs> get, get we'll my talk about that talk later. To your people. Yes, my people will talk. Yes. Yeah. No, but, but the 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 funny thing that I'm finding with Pietra's tale is I can't finish it. She doesn't want me to finish it. It's every every time I think, oh yeah, it's like it's time to to wind up. But it's, I've got more stories that I want to share, uh, once-offs that aren't serials and uh, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's finding the time every month. I'm looking, oh yeah, so I'll do a Pathos tale. Um, I've got my um, bee bear, um, cat, mouse, fox. Uh, that that yeah. serial I'm, I'm writing at the moment, uh, and then I've also started the um, the follow up to the neighbour. So I'm sort of okay. So each month, uh, I've got three decent sized, like fifteen hundred mm-hmm. to three thousand word stories that I'm trying to write within the month around working full time, uh, around other writing commitments that I've got as well, and that sort of thing. And I'm thinking I've got these other stories. That I want the time to be able to dedicate to and to be able to send through to um, the world of myth and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But with these three big-ish projects that I'm sort of working on and, and trying to juggle, the, I, I, I need to start to wind some of them up so that I can actually find more time. But these characters don't want the story to stop. Yeah. I, um, I ran into a similar issue with Penance. Yes. And I had to, I think I was sitting at probably the second last chapter. And I realized yeah. that what I needed to do was not going to happen. There was still another okay. entire book of things that needed to happen for yeah. the ending that I had in my head. And um, that's when I decided I will wrap up one of the smaller dilemmas that they're having and carry those characters over to book two. Okay, that's a cool idea. And it, and it worked for me, at least it worked. Yeah. I, I wrapped up a smaller 
um, crisis left the larger overall crisis to carry on to the next book. Yes. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's, um, I, I, I guess I, I could do that, but something that I'd like to do for book three, the idea that I had for book three is, um, Sienna Allmone, the, like the mother druid. In, yes. Um, is a, is a reasonably main character. Uh, if anybody's been following the serial that I'm writing at the moment, Patra's Tale, mm -hmm. uh, what I want to do with my third book is I actually want to go back to when she was young. Ooh. But it's quite possible that I might be able to finish the story that I'm currently writing with... Um, like the the end of that journey, but not necessarily mm -hmm. the re the resolution of okay and wrap it up and they all lived happily ever after. It might be that I will need to leave that at a certain point at a a um an epic crisis, and then maybe I might be able to be clever enough to actually weave the past and the future into book three. So to actually have a look at how the initial uh, battle occurred that saved the human um, the humans, how the land was given, uh, the role that um, Sienna actually played as a, uh, a, a young Sylvan and then weave through that story how the battle goes with um, trying to save Humanity again from the berserk in uh, the like where where Paetra mm -hmm. is there. It, yeah, the you you're planting seeds, Looper. You're planting <laughs> seeds, and I like it. It's I like it. It's what the I characters do. Are the character is the whisper, whisper in the ear. The characters are talking yes. to me. <laughs> yes, I like. I, it. I like it's it. what I do. <laughs> it's, and you're so good at it. <laughs> I think you, you you do well you do it well with yourself, but I think also uh, other writers like others that are part of um, the world of myth family, um, where we're all like the the feedback that you get give us as chief editor and also um, yeah just the the general chats and the um, the online support and that sort of thing. It yeah it it helps us move forward and get better and better as writers and i just wanted well, to thank, thank you. you well thank you you're, i you're, you're welcome no, thank you i wanted to kind of create an environment where our contributors felt like if they were having a a writing issue they could come to me and say hey you know what i'm trying to write this piece and it's not really working what do you think or yes. they they felt the freedom to try something new I was thrilled when, like, out of the blue, I thought, oh, I've, I've discovered this uh, this children's story um, that I wrote way back when. Uh, mm -hmm. I wonder if World of Myth, there's no children's section, but I wonder if World of Myth would be interested, like, maybe it'll end up in fantasy or maybe it'll end up in somewhere else. <laughs> and, and, and you, you come are back the reason. With, oh, yeah. we'll, yep. we'll, we'll, we'll publish it. We're, uh, we're more than happy because it's a great story. Um, we'll create a children's category. And I'm like, uh, I'm sorry, yep. what? 
And and what I loved as well is it, it was an honor of like popping um the different chapters of the neighbor into the children's section was uh mm -hmm. was fantastic and uh and a real real joy for me. But the fact mm -hmm. that like a month later or two months later, somebody else had stories popping up in the children's section as well. Like the fact that this this genre has now been created for um yep. the world of myth magazine. Um it, it's opened the floodgate for others to sort of pop their their stories and their ideas in as well. Yeah, you inspired other people to take a shot on a children's story. We've created a monster. But... <laughs> we have. We have. We have. Um, we have. We should be That's what happened with Drabble's uh, Micro and Flash. Yeah. Um, that, like we had started magazine. hearing... And we started hearing about them and other magazines were doing them. We thought, well, you know, we're getting submissions for them, but we really have nowhere to put them. Let's yeah. create the category. Let's put it up there. And some months, it's our biggest category. Yeah, exactly. Other, like, exactly. Competing with I mean, poetry. It's, it's pretty easy to, uh, to uh, smash out a 200 or a 500 or that sort of thing. It doesn't quite in it's not long enough to fit in any of the yeah. other specific genre he says category um it's well well i've i've with a with another site another publishing company i've actually been introduced to the 100 word or the the drabble and mm -hmm. uh I had to I had to write one to get into one of their anthologies in order to open up opportunities to submit to more like that's something that uh, that that particular site does. It's we we restrict uh, submissions to only to those that are like technical members of of the group, um, but we'll open it up to to uh, general submissions to get more members, mm -hmm. I suppose. Uh, and yeah. the the fact that I I was lucky enough uh, they were looking for 666 stories, um, and it's a lot easier to get an acceptance once you've sort of managed to write the story you want to write and then pair it back to that restricted number of words. It's a lot easier to get an acceptance when a company is looking for so many entries. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. a lot harder. What I'm what I'm finding is that same company now actually says, okay, once a month, we'll pick the best twelve. So where you've got six hundred and sixty six yeah. or so different submissions coming through now, they were accepting them all. Now they're only accepting twelve. So that makes it a great deal harder. But you mm -hmm. you get more experience, and the more experience you get, I guess the easier the easier it is. Uh, and now yeah. I'm finding that I I will, um, like I'm looking out the window now. The wind's blowing. Uh, there's um, like a, a strange looking pine tree straight out my bedroom window. Like it's all it's, it's more like a um, it's almost like a giant bonsai. Uh, <laughs> and it's 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 waving in the wind, uh, and I can see already like a. A strange foresty giant type character, which I could probably put in a 
500 word story. Oh, there, see, inspiration's everywhere. Oh, exactly, exactly. It's um, it's uh, it's incredible, and and but it's those those flash pieces that the um, I'm not necessarily that experienced with the microfiction, but the flash pieces like the mm -hmm. the 500 word stories. Uh, I mean, I was introduced to uh, the a wonderful company called the Australian Writer Centre. They yes. were doing yeah. a 500 word story um the first friday of every month they did have a 500 hundred dollar australian um prize that they'd award each month they've now stopped that i think they found that uh they they weren't really able to do much i think they were encouraging people that submitted stories to purchase their classes to improve their writing and that sort of thing and i don't know if that worked out mm -hmm. So I, I think they were finding they were forking out each month more money than they were making on people jumping on the the bandwagon for the classes that they were offering. So they yeah they're still they're still doing the um the five hundred word story prompts, but they're not giving the the cash prize anymore. But you 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 sort of got into that much of a habit that now like it's and many of the stories that I wrote. For that, I would send on to um, World of Myth, and you would be wonderful enough to go. You know what? That's actually short, sweet. I like it. Let's put it in. Uh, yeah. So yeah, like a lot of my my shorter pieces, the ones that ended up in the uh, are in the Drabble and Flash sections over the the months, over the years. Um, they've sort of come from those prompts. Oh wow! Well, I'm glad so, we have them. Yeah, it, it's experience like it's uh it's yeah it's trying it giving it a go and finding that you can do it and you can then consistently do it time and time again yeah yeah i i struggle with travels i i struggle with anything under a thousand words but yeah. i'm a very wordy yeah. person so <laughs> yeah that's all right that's good it's um the uh there's spots in the magazine for every length everybody uh, oh, that's yeah. what I love. That's that's what I keep saying is um, make sure. I think the we've hit the cutoff now for December's magazine. I uh, I think so. Yes. 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 Yeah. So so looking ahead to twenty twenty four. Looking ahead to January. Yeah. That yeah. Now that I'm now there. that I'm home, I have to. Um, sort out everything in the email and put them all in the right folders and yes, find out yes. what we have and what's missing and what I need to move around. And um, September's issue is coming up. Um, it's finished. My part anyway, it's finished. I'm curious though, Looper, mm -hmm. with the, with the online magazine, we were able to give star rating comments and, and the such with the e-magazine. We won't be able to do that anymore. Will we? Uh, yes, I believe. We will. Oh, you can. Um, I'm not sure. I'm waiting to see if Dave's listening and he tells me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Big thumbs up. I think because it's up? going to it's going to come out. Um. Oh, he, there's his little bubbles. Maybe he says maybe. Okay, cool. I like maybe. It's I think you have to figure that out. I think that's one of those those things that we're trying to iron out. Uh, yeah. Because we are okay. going a completely different format. Yeah, oh, absolutely, and I, I, uh, I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, the, uh, 
that's what, 2024-ish of September? Yes, it will be the 24th of September. Um, we are yes, still going to come out on the same day because that kind of, everybody kind of expects it to come out on that day. Yes. Yep. So, uh, we will be and the other thing, of course, is um, the announcement of first, second, and third for the Open Contracts Challenge uh, year five, uh, 2023. That, uh, that should be announced at the same time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I get. Dave, <laughs> I have no information. Um, be a pretty good day. I would, I would say yes. Um, yes. they will be announced in September. Yes. September. Yep. That's next month. We're not announcing it today, so. No, no, no. Uh, and I can't believe um, Dave. Dave's been keeping me in the dark about third place the whole time. We we've made the <laughs> announcement. Uh, the who's fighting for for first and second? Yeah. Um, I don't but, even know. We're we're uh, we're still very much in the dark as listeners, um, yes. as to, to who has been allocated third. <laughs> but it's exciting. It is very exciting, definitely. And I I love that that whole uh, is trepidation the right word? The like the um anticipation, the, the, yeah, and patient. Yes, yes. Uh, the um, of course, disappointed that uh, that I only made it so far, but uh, but I understand the um, I think I did rush the um, the submission for I think round two. I reckon I made it through round one, and then um, I uh, I found I ran out of time for doing the what I wanted to do for my submission for round two, but I think mm -hmm. the um. The the writers that have made it through are of uh, of epic quality. Oh, so I we I do. know what so, what's going to come out first, second, and third. Uh, so James, are amazing. James and Don are battling for first place right now, right? Uh, no, the, no. James, what are we doing, James? Okay, I'm look. That was last year's, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm looking at I mean, last that's, year's. That's that's the thing. Dawn Dawn nope. Debrol is a uh, is right. a, a uh, an epic writer, oh, epic oh horror writer, especially. Um, I love Dawn's James, writing. James is very clever. Uh, like all of the stuff that I've read by him uh, on uh, World of Myth magazine, mm -hmm. um, all. Always uh, entertaining. Always very clever. He's uh, yeah. He's either got a hidden meaning, or he's uh, he's sort of put a uh, a personal twist on something. Um, he's yeah. He's he's a, oh, a great okay writer. okay. I see how they did it. Okay. They're, All right. We we have a family of great writers, and this competition literally pitches us all against each other. Yes. Yeah. But we're all still so supportive of each other. So the two, I think, if I'm reading this page correctly, um, the two that are still lit up, because I'm on the opencontractchallenge.com. Yep, cool. The two that are still lit up, so I'm assuming these are the two that are battling, are Adele Evershed and James Rumpel. Yes, I'm waiting that sounds for the... right. Okay. And yes, there is no 
third place is not lit up. It's not telling me who third is. No, exactly. It's we're <laughs> we're all very much uh, being kept in the dark. So we've we've got to wait till the twenty fourth to hear the announcement for uh, for first, second, and third, which is yeah something like yeah. normally normally um, we've had the opportunity to announce third place already. Yeah, so it's, it's it's a weird feeling, like <laughs> uh, not not knowing. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, I think the reason why they've done it this way this year is in the past um, we have had occasions where we have announced the third place winner, and then they've dropped out or yeah. okay, they're yep. something. So third place or second place. Um, the two battling, the second one of them didn't have their manuscript ready, so then third yeah. place okay. had to move up and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so yep. I think we're kind yeah. of yeah. No, I can I can see where um yeah where it's uh, yeah uh, the 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 reason why, but it just it have, feels so strange. I have my fingers in a lot of pies in in regards to the company. Um, but the OCC is not one of them, so I'm just as in the dark as everybody else. Just, just as in the dark, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. It's a, a, the... a weird place to be, but it's an yep, exciting place. To be. I don't even do the advertising for the OCC anymore. I handed that all over to those that run the OCC, and um, because I do all of the advertising, all of the social media for the entire company, all of the other divisions of the company, um, yes. I do. Yep. All of which, the which is, which is which is why we've come to you to talk about social media. I wouldn't I wouldn't say I know a lot. I just spend a lot of time on social media. Yeah, yeah. I've tried yeah. a lot of things and failed. It's uh it's the uh the investment, uh knowing what platforms work, I guess, uh getting that social connection so getting the the number of yeah. followers so that when you get the message out well, it's it's not only that it's um and don't believe any ads that you see that will say you know follow this simple little trick and you know five minutes and you'll have a hundred thousand followers and you'll be selling hundreds of books a week don't buy any yeah, that yeah. crap because no. it's it's work. It takes just as just as much time as you've put in writing that book. Now you need to dedicate that amount of time to get that book out there to get people to know you. And being an unknown author, like I still consider myself an unknown author. Yeah, because so do I. You, you can't go I, to somebody outside of my community i mean and even in my town if you go oh, if you heard of stephanie j Barty, they're gonna go who yeah they're not gonna know who yep. i am um that's right the book so isn't I'm, going to sell itself i i in, in my case it's going to be do you know who tim law is in my community and it's like oh yes he's the librarian it's not <laughs> he's a writer or i i i know these these books he's published or i've got a copy of hmm. It, it's he's the librarian. Yeah, yeah. I get a lot of oh, you're the editor for the World of Myth magazine. Well, yes, yes. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I write too. Um, got... 
four books published and a fifth one on the way. <laughs> one of the big things that I've learned from the very, very beginning is like when my first, my very first book came out, it was out there, it was online. I did all of these short advertising videos for it. I did tweets about it and sold very few. Yeah. Yep. And I was discouraged. And then I yeah. took Devastated. I took a hundred books and I went to a outside event vending event. It was the tall ships had come in. I thought, oh, this is perfect because the book yep. is based in the eighteen hundreds, the end of the tall ship era. He still builds schooners, yada, yada, yada. I thought it would be great. And I yeah. found, I'm yeah. sitting there, people are looking at the book and walking away. Yeah. Okay. So I need to talk to people. Yes. Yep. So when you're first starting out, your book doesn't sell itself. You sell the book. That's right. So, and that's where social media comes in. Um putting yourself out there you have a facebook page you have an author website and yes you want it to be all about the book and all about your author career but you yourself people feel like they know you they're going to be more inclined to want to know what you do and yeah. they want to buy your books if they think you're funny if they think you're relatable they're going to want yeah. to buy your books yeah, you, you create that connection with your customers. Yes. And there's more likely going to be a sale. And each platform is different. How you interact on Facebook is different from how you're going to interact on, I guess we can't call it Twitter anymore. I guess it's X. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was a bit weird. Uh, and I think a lot of people are moving away from yeah. X as well. Yeah. There's like um, um, so Zuckerberg. Yeah. Instagram. I I don't use Twitter. It's always going to be Twitter for me. I don't use Twitter very often. We put our podcast. I use it more for promoting the podcasts, for promoting bits, for promoting Lupa's bits, um, because Good Pods is on there. And Spotify is on there. All of our our um, platforms that our podcasts are on are on Twitter. Yes, so you yep. can tag them in your tweets. You can hashtag them. You can at them. Um, now, when I say hashtag them or at them, that's using the hashtag symbol or using the at, and then Spotify or at iTunes or at whatever. Yeah. Okay. But. Each platform is different. Facebook is writing and pictures. You can do videos. They're starting to get, reels are starting to become huge. Reels are where you're going to get your largest amount of views. Because your reels aren't going to be seen just by your friends. They're going to be seen by everybody on Facebook or everybody on Instagram. So reels are the way to go. That that's something um, I should probably be looking into more. 
Yes, yes. Yep. And you can do a simple reel. You take um, look at when you go into them, it'll give you a bunch of options. You can add sounds. Look at the sounds and they will go. They will list you trending sounds. They will list you most popular sounds. Use okay. one of their yep. audios and you can just put up a picture of your book with yep. that audio and end up with 500 views. Okay. Um, hashtags are really important, especially on Instagram and on TikTok. Now, TikTok, you can you have a lot more freedom on TikTok. You can read a portion of your book. You can do goofy skits and talk to your followers. Yeah, okay. Um, you can do musical videos. There's a um, an app called CapCut that you can use that will create videos for you using your pictures or your video, like little skits and stuff that you do. Yeah, um, my my son tried to get me onto CapCut. Uh, he uh, he is <laughs> my my knowledge. All all of seventeen. Uh, he um he does that a lot with uh with his mates uh he does uh amvs yes i think they're called yes yeah. yeah and he's yeah he's quite good at that picking like particular songs to um to do snippets of videos like yeah anime and, uh, and that sort of thing yeah no he's uh, i can learn a thing and... or two I've, I've got an expert in the house yes yes and that's the thing listen to the kids, they they know what's popular. They know what's trending. They know what's going viral. And that yes. is our goal as as authors is to go viral, to get our books out there because people don't read. And their attention spans, people's attention span, including our generation, including people my yes. age, um, the attention spans are shorter because of apps like TikTok and Instagram where you can just scroll 30 seconds. Yeah, so that we're, and, we're getting our information now and our entertainment now yes, is in, in, in tiny bits. Yes. And half the time when you're scrolling, even 30 seconds is too long. Yes. I'll listen yep. to like three seconds ago. Yeah, no. <laughs> scroll on. Yeah. That's right. That's right. I like the catchy tune, but I'm not sure about the message. I'll yes. move on. Yes, you don't subscribe to my beliefs. I'm moving. I, I'm I'm not yep. interested, and you off you go to the next video. Yeah, yep. Because there's a um, wealth of content. You you can, it's not like you go through ten and you don't like any of them, and that's it. Yes, it's, there's hundreds, thousands, millions of of yeah different little snippets, and and you can find the right one, the right ten, the right twenty that you're yep. you're interested, in, and there goes your lunch break. Yes. And that's what you're competing against when you're putting out your videos is everybody else that wants to to go viral. And yes. we're selling a product. A lot of people are selling themselves. They want to be influencers because that's been made popular. Yes. Yep. You know, be famous on the Internet. Um, so you have right. to find. We, we just and, want readers. We just want people yes. to love what we do. And a lot of times when you're doing stuff like I've created some really good videos and put a lot of time and effort into them and created a great ad for a book and put it out there and it's got three views. Yes. 
Yeah. And then I've created one where it was kind of half-assed and I just threw it together and I used everything that the app suggested and, you know, threw up some little stickers on it and, you know, yeah. weird angle for my book and got like 800 views. Yeah. There, there's no rhyme or reason <laughs> to it, is there? Um, like, no hashtags will put you in front of your your desired audience um like instagram you would use hashtag book talk or on tiktok you would use hashtag book talk on yeah. instagram it's hashtag writers of instagram or writing community and writing community is one that you can use on facebook on twitter on instagram i haven't seen a lot of traction with it on TikTok, but Book Talk is, and right now they're doing a huge, uh, well, in the Northern Hemisphere, they're doing a huge summer reading list okay. using the hashtag Book Talk. So yeah. get your books up there, use the hashtag, and you'll get in front of readers. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. No, that's and a, then, a exciting opportunity. Yes, another um, it, neat thing about go live. Instagram, I think you can go live. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. Facebook, yeah, you can go okay. live. doesn't matter how many followers you have. TikTok has a cap. You have to have at least 1,000 followers, which, okay. again, those are very easy to get. There are always things called follow parties where you go yeah. in and everybody's there to help everybody else grow their accounts so they can go okay. live. So yeah, cool. what they do is you'll follow somebody that'll follow you back. You follow 10 people, those 10 people will follow you and, and you just build it you up that way. And I've gone know. from, I've gone from a couple of hundred to over a thousand in two days. Yeah. Wow. By just going just into these sort parties. Of reaching out and uh, and connecting with the community that's already out yes. there. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, it's not even really connecting. It's just following each other, really. You don't know these yeah. people. These people don't know you. They don't care what you do. You don't care what they do. You're just building your numbers so that you can go live. Because once you reach that thousand follower goal, now you yep. have to keep them. Yes. So then you've got to put the content out there in order to yes. keep them engaged. Now your work yep. begins. And yeah, then yeah. every every follower you get after that, you know you've earned it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, absolutely. Every, my every loop, I have a. I just opened my TikTok so I can tell you the myth, the numbers, and it was being loud and obnoxious. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a, yeah. a a TikTok for my podcast. Yes. It's called Lupus Bits the TikTok and yep. it now has 1135 followers i average wow. holy moly i average about 250 views a video oh no quite. that's pretty good <laughs> that's not bad my video the, the picture i did a TikTok with a picture using an audio that they suggested from my book reading on monday and it has Oh, it has 922 views. Yeah, wow. And and so, building. Hopefully, yes. And it'll it'll stay in the for you page. It'll and people will see it. So hopefully out of those 922 people, they click the link in my bio and they go buy my book. Yeah. Yep. 
that's that's the aim. Yeah, but it, the, the it goal was social. And make it make it one click. Make it make it easy for people to do. Yeah, and they're more likely to do it. And that's the thing is, is people want it as easy as possible. Yep, absolutely. And with Instagram, you can put a link in your your picture. Or you can put a link in your your blurb, and people can click it and go. You can't do that on TikTok. You can have what's no. called a link tree. So they click the link in your bio, and it takes them to, like, if you click the link in my bio, it'll take you to Lupus Swag. It'll take you to Myth Mart. It'll take you to the World of Myth magazine. It'll take you to the yeah. podcast page. Stuff like that. Yeah, cool. But it's, it's, it's more, knowing... More things will keep people engaged. Yes, yes. And show them more um, about what what you're up to and what you're all about. Yes. Prime example, one of the people I follow on TikTok, she um, also raises corgi puppies. She okay. calls them baked potato. She calls them baked potatoes with legs. They baby nice. baked potatoes yeah. with legs. They're adorable. But her yeah, main yeah. job is um, she's a used car saleswoman consultant. So she used to sell used cars for a living. So okay, she yeah. knows all the ins and outs. She knows how contracts are padded, yada, yada, yada. So now she's a consultant. If you want to go buy a used car, talk to her. She will make sure you're not getting ripped off. Yeah, so okay. she will start a lot of those here's some used car buying advice videos holding a baby baked potato with legs. Yes. Yeah. That, that gets your attention. In with their other... It ties in with that, but it grabs the viewer's attention. It's like, oh, Baby puppy, it's so cute. And then you start yeah. listening to what she's saying. You're you already there. Puppy. You're committed. Yeah, you don't scroll because you're still looking at the puppy, but you're hearing what she's yeah, saying. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I think the the very, biggest very thing, the biggest piece of advice I would give anybody trying to maneuver the social media minefields. <laughs> is know the platform you're working with because yeah. Facebook is different than because Facebook, whatever you post is strictly going to be seen by your friends. Yeah. Yep. The people you're friends with. Um, if you do a Facebook reel, if you do a Facebook reel, it will be seen by other people that aren't following you, but probably you're probably not. Most mostly um, it'll Instagram. Still be your Sorry? Most mostly it'll still be your friends. Yes. <laughs> yes. Instagram reels are seen by anybody on Instagram. Okay. Yep. Um, usually in your geographical demographic. So okay. yours would probably be seen by people in Australia or in the Southern Hemisphere in general. Yep. Yep. Australia, New Zealand. Um, Every now and maybe. again, I will see an Australian one, um, but that's because it's gone viral. Okay. Yep. I get very excited because, you know, whew, accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um, it's, uh, it's it's our, uh, our, our tiny little baked potato with legs, isn't it? The um, yes. the unique Aussie accent or the the accent from somewhere overseas. Yes. It's like um, yes, and I've I noticed. I, I've I done smile. research. 
I, I smile every time that I, I read um, Myrtle, Myrtle Norton, the cover, and it's got by international author uh, yes. Tim Law. And I, that makes well, me smile, the fact that I'm here, uh, the company's over there, so automatically. <laughs> the, the, yep. But it's, it's a nice little tagline. I'm now being called that, uh, that at work a lot. Like I'll, I'll be That's in a meeting. Awesome. You're late for the meeting. And I go, yeah, but I'm an international author. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah. Just get down. <laughs> Do you know how many times I've used, I'm operating on California time. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it, it works um, well. Absolutely. It's, what, I, what I say, though, is um, I, I'm an international author now. What I want to be is an international best-selling author. So I, I'm already halfway there. Yes, you are. I you are a winning You've won member of yes, you have won member of the month. Oh yes, because it was one of my favorite stories that you won member oh, of the month on. It, it was an excellent, oh, cool. excellent yes. story. Remember? That's um, right. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, the one so, about um, Jane Jane Doe. Yes. Yes. So you you yes. are Monster. an award Monster, winning monster or not? It was called monster or not. Yes, monster or not. That's the one. Very um, proud. But you are an award-winning international author. I certainly am. <laughs> I certainly am. It's all little little steps towards yes. that bestseller. Um, but it all counts. Both. It, it all counts. And it's all, all part of the adventure. When you're trying to get um, attention from people who don't know you from the masses yes putting in award-winning or putting in best-selling or, or international author um grabs their attention it does yeah yep no i i'm every every little label or every little tag yep. that i can grab in the way uh it's um it's using that to your your benefit like you yes. say trying to capture an, a new audience yes um, another piece of, of important advice that I would give somebody trying to work in social media is hashtags, 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 hashtags. They're huge. They will get you in front of your desired audience. Yeah. Um, and you can use as many hashtags as you want. You can. Yes. Yeah. No, uh, uh, for writers, like I use um, hashtag authors, hashtag readers, hashtag writers, hashtag book club, um, horror, whatever genre I'm promoting, yeah. hashtag that genre. Um, when I was promoting Walter G. Esselman's book, Cowboys versus Nazis, um, that was a big one. Hashtag German, hashtag World War Two. Um, yes. things like that yeah. because that gets people's attention that puts it in front of people um, may not necessarily be the right people but it puts it in front of people and the more people it yes. gets in front of the more circulation it will get it will it'll work with the algorithms and it's the, the more likely then that you will find the right people yes yes and sometimes I I operate with the KISS method as well. Keep it simple, stupid. 
<laughs> yeah, that's right. That is exactly right. Too much going on. If there's too much for them to have to read and absorb, people will not do it. They They're gonna turn to up. social media. Yes, they turn to social media for quick, instant gratification. Absolutely. And if they don't get it, they will scroll on. They will so move on. Think, there's too much other content out there. Yes. I like to, to equate it to trying to teach a two-year-old, trying to potty train a two-year-old. You want them to sit on the potty long enough to do something, so you need to grab their attention with something else. Yep. Yep. That's right. Distract. Uh, that's a great, uh, great analogy for sure. Yeah. Uh, I think for those of us, those of us that are parents, were no matter how long ago, where we've all <laughs> had to potty train that two-year-old. Yeah. If you ever had to see it, get them to sit there long enough to do something, just so you can go, yeah. That's right. You come that up with exactly whatever right. means you have to. I potty trained but, my um, one nephew. He just turned 13. And yeah. we <laughs> turned Twinkle Twinkle Little Star into Tinkle Tinkle Potty Star. And he loved nice. to sing it. And it would keep nice. him there long enough. It, yeah, it's like the, the length of the song would be perfect for, it's like the whole COVID washing your hands uh, happy yes. birthday. Yeah. Yes. The, the you 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 market it well enough for the, the intended audience. You get them on board, and you beauty, the work works out well. Yep. Well. Yeah. And say, we don't have. Oh, what happened? You go, Luca. Okay, I'm there. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm playing with things on my table and I'm I'm making a mess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was gonna say, um, tinkle tinkle potty star, uh, great image. Maybe a good spot to uh, to sort of wind it up. Uh, I yes. I love it. I I just wanted to thank you so much for that that insight, uh, the amazing chat and the the opportunity. Yeah, to just to um to catch up with you, welcome you home, uh, and say happy fifth birthday to this amazing podcast. Yes, thank you. And thank you for taking it over and making it continuing to make it a wonderful show. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. I, uh, I enjoy it immensely. Well, thank you for having me on and carry on. <laughs> Indeed. We'll say, uh, ciao for now. And, uh, Looking forward to um, counting down to the um, the 24th of September and also uh, looking forward to hopefully a big, big episode uh, with lots of guests for our 250th as well. That's exciting. Yes. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're getting closer. We're almost at 240 and, uh, and 250 is not that much farther away. Yeah. So uh, I'll get my people to talk to your people to talk to Dave's people um, and we'll see who we can get on board. We'll coordinate. <laughs> That's right. Have a good one. And I'm sure that, uh, that we will hear from you soon again. Yes. Yes. Bye for now.